This is our intro. What? The intro to our podcast. This is it. Turn it up. Okay. <laughs> hey. Go. Oh, she's cracking a can. Oh, it's good to have a drink in hand again. Well, you've got two cans in I've here, but cans. and like the you told me to bring cups. What is this? What's going on? Well, I just because <laughs> now that our, our drink sponsorship's over, I'm still. <laughs> are you getting an, are you getting inventive? I'm getting inventive. You see, like we only had one beer in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, and, and a sprite. And a sprite, and I thought, what better way than to share oh, a shandy? <laughs> Oh my, 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 um, my nana, R.I.P., um, she used to drink these. Yep, this is what I had as a kid. What? <laughs> <laughs> as a kid! That explains what? a lot, eh? So much. What, oh when you were God. in the womb, was this what you were sucking well, back a couple of shandies I, with Lynn? <laughs> I think this is why I enjoy beer so much. Oh, like, can you mate, talk into your damn mic, sorry, please? My for dad, God's my sake. Da- I'm too busy making a shandy, trying not to pour foam everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, my dad was a beer drinker, and so as a kid, you know, I think naturally kids are always like, I want some. I want a bit of the foam. And so obviously yeah. they'd give me a massive thing of lemonade with like a splash of beer. I can't wait for that moment where um, where I'm having a beer <laughs> and, and where my little daughter got, I mean, she's only six months old at the moment, but you know cheers. where they, hey, cheers for shandies. Cheers God, I wouldn't have had one of these in like 30 years. Oh, that, uh, that, that is not great, is it? <laughs> it's a craft beer. It's a fucking, okay, it's a parrot dog, which is, is that a hazy? It's a hazy. <laughs> that is so yuck. I mean, I'm going to keep drinking it, but fuck, that is not I good. I much prefer that with a lager, but you know what? Yeah, like a lion red and a sprite, like as a shandy. Is That's what my dad fed me. It's pretty yum. Yeah. <laughs> but what, was was Trev into the shandies, was he? No, he would be, no, he'd nah, be lion red. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 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 Cars and fucking sudden bitches, um, yeah. Amazing. But what, Lynn was into the shandies? Mm. Was she? Yeah, you know, mow the lawn, have a shandy. <laughs> Wait, who was mowing the lawn? <laughs> well, I don't know. Did your mum mow the lawns? She would do, mum would do the push, dad would do the ride on. Oh, bloody hell. Fuck, sounds full on. Yeah. Cute couple alert. <laughs> like, Lynn and, Lynn and Trev are really, like, they're, 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 a cool, they're cool people. I like them. They're a good time. Uh, um, our mate, Tracy, was up with you guys rural in Rurukaka this weekend. Yes, we went away. And she flicked me a message we were talking, and she was like, shit, Rachel's parents are a good time, aren't they? <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're pretty, they're quite cool, so Lynn and Trev. So they just want to drink all the time? Yeah. Like, and when I got, the thing is, <laughs> we always have an argument. I, I wonder, where do you get that from? Tracy got to see, like, the real shit child side of me. Because when I got to Rokaka, This is your family batch up north in New Zealand. It's my Talking he- to your mic, it's please. It's my healing place. That's where I go yeah. to rest, recover, not drink, mm. to, like... And so, but when I get there, mum's like, do you want a drink? And I'm like, no. She's like, you never want a drink with me. And yeah. I'm like... Oh, Trace wouldn't have turned down a drink. No. <laughs> Trace, so luckily, Trace was there to take one for the team and had a few drinks with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But did Lynn and Truth like, really come out, did they? No, no, no. They they were well-behaved. They okay. were well-behaved, yeah. Cool. Well, welcome along to Married, Divorce and Dating, <laughs> the podcast all about the hilarious and ridiculous parts of dr- uh, people's lives in and out of relationships and um, drink mixing, apparently. Uh, my name's Carl. I'm the married one. <laughs> I'm Rachel. <laughs> I almost what? forgot what I was to say there. What? I'm Rachel. I am the divorced and 
dating. Run. If you get confused again, it's written on the massive TV screen behind us on yeah. that logo. It's also written on the uh, everything right where you're listening to this from. <laughs> What? You probably had to search it. <laughs> that shandy's going to your head. Um, we got a really cool show coming up. So a little bit later on, we actually just had a really great chat. This was kind of interesting and it came out of the blue for me. Um, but we had a really great chat with um, with your summer fling. I thought this whole thing had been wrapped up and we heard all about it from you. I know, but he's been listening, listening down the line. He obviously didn't think you did the story justice. <laughs> Because he volunteered himself as tribute. He's like, hey, do you want me to come on? And I was like, if if you want. Yeah. Um. So we out him. Totally. Not but out it, him, but we find out who he is. Yeah, but it was kind of cool as well because he like he just told things from his side of the story. And I thought it was just quite cute and interesting. And even though like, the story is aligned, it was just kind of cool to hear it from his point of view. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's always fun to hear things um, from guys who have been with you as well. <laughs> Like when we had Brayden the ginger in an episode, I'm sure that was episode 49. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we heard about what you were like in bed and he talked about what your clit's like and we, we, and then about what your digits do and stuff. It was a, That was a great episode. So you can go back and listen to that. I reckon those numbers are going to spike after, this, after listening to this. <laughs> so good. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was a nice Maybe we need to, maybe just to even things out, we need to have um have my wife in, Heidi. Yeah, brilliant. During she ju- she jump on. Yeah, let's get her in. I don't know what out. we're talking about. Actually, nah, maybe maybe we just won't. Nah, nothing to talk about. I think we get her in. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. You're always out here outing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind I of like it's, it's my happy it's, place. I think it's time we flip this around. I don't know. This is kind of my thing. You know, we have our very separate hobbies in life. I don't know. I I think. Do you guys want to hear about Carl and his sex life <laughs> from the female? He, he talks a big game. I, I don't talk a big game. I, oh, I got a Thompson dick. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we had us Thompsons have. I didn't. I never said it was big. I never said it was like anything. I said it was beautiful. We have beautiful penises. I've, I think there's gum under the table. <laughs> oh, I was wondering where you were going with that. We'll stop touch. Don't touch it. Sorry, sorry, I'm sure you've got a beautiful penis, but... Can we... Oh no, right when we were starting to talk about my dick and you get distracted. I think there's gum. That's disgusting. Should I pick it off? Oh, why? I just... I don't know. But what? But you touched it. That's disgusting. I know. Oh, what do you... Oh. That's gross. Anyway, so back to my dick. Um, nah. uh, what, what, were we, uh, what were we talking about here? Um, mm, Your Thompson anyway. dick, yes. Oh, yeah, no, we yes. don't have to keep talking about okay. my dick, so that's all right. But, yeah, I, look, maybe Heidi will come on. She might come on. Yeah, I think yeah. we should ask her. I don't know what Let's we're talking about. In. Yeah. So hey, um, oh, and then the other thing is we have a really cool story from a, um, a, a girl that I work with um, at my real job, not the podcast <laughs> job, but the real job, um, called Olivia. And she, oh, my God, just a whole night of red flags. Like, how many red flags do you need to see before you, like, pull pin? What's the most you've had to deal with before? Have you ever, actually, have you ever pulled pin? After nine years. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage! <laughs> nine years of red flags just building up. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so nine years is the record, ladies and gentlemen. Can you beat it? <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, um, it was a, it was a cool story, so we're going to play it to you in just a sec. Um, now this is something interesting that came in in our confessions uh, a few weeks ago. Yes, it's something I've been wanting to explore, not in my own relationship, but something I've been wanting to explore explore as a topic. Right here is the message. 
Um, it came through every Monday on uh, on Instagram. We do weekly, like, was it weekend, weekend confessions? confessions. Mm. People write in some real. It's it's incredibly entertaining. Um, married, yes. divorced, and dating on Instagram. If you want to check those out, every single Monday. So we had the story come in, and it went like this: I am in love with a couple. I I'm genuinely in love with each of them. So each person individually. So she obviously knows them both as friends, okay. but. I'm in love with them as a couple as well. So so it's kind of like, okay, well, she's in love with each person, but mm-hmm. then like them, she's seeing them as a couple and just being like, oh my God, I just I just like love that whole thing, like them as a together thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. Okay. So cause you know you know how I've spoken, oh, I'll read the rest of the message. Um, this is sounding like me and you and Heidi. Oh, are you like, in love with I us? Love you both oh, as individuals, thanks, and Rach. I love you as a couple. Well, then it goes on. <laughs> I just want to be with them both together and individually. Is this a thruple? So, like the, I and like, oh, do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So this isn't just as friends. This is romantic. No, she's like actually in love with them. Like and oh. and like has a like has a thing for both a of them connection. as individual. Mm. And okay. but she wants to date both of them, but also like date and be with them as a couple as well. And maybe maybe this is just that that's all there was in the story. Maybe this is just like a fantasy, or maybe this is actually something she you know wants to do. But there are thruples out there, and a thruple is like a three person relationship. I follow one on Instagram, and what it is, it's a married couple. So yeah. it's a guy and a girl, and then the girl wanted um, she wanted a girlfriend. She wanted to start dating this girl, like who she had a thing for. So, like, Sutter is an open relationship. Yeah, and okay. then and so they invited this girl into their relationship, and then both the guy and the girl, so the married couple, they were both dating this other girl, like individually. But then, as a couple, like they were sort of dating, and they were like they just started doing their lives together as a thruple. And I'm so curious about this, like, because I've thought about it, I like. It's it's not it's not for me like it's not my cup of tea, but I'm like, how would that dynamic work? Yeah, you definitely need to not have any jealousy. Yeah, and just have full trust. Yeah. and yeah, there's. I'm sure there's. Surely there's got to be thruples around that would want to talk to us. There's got to be like there's got to be out there like in New Zealand. I'm sure there's thruples out there or like um or like a polyamorous relationship. Is it polyamorous? You know where you're like you're in a relationship but it's like open or like you're seeing and dating other people. Oh. But like and, but like all together kind of thing. What's is that Gloria poly- Vale? No, no, that's a cult. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That, but you know what I mean. So like, this is what I'm curious about. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like curious about this because I've tried thinking about it in the context of my relationship mm. with my wife, and it's like, but how would that be if like a whole other person came into that? Like, how would that work? Like, if you were having an argument, you know, like is that other person always going to take sides, or you know, like if you, are you all sharing a bed? Like, do you yeah, all go on dates, like, questions. the three of you? And then, or, like, what if you had a kid involved and then, like, the other two are going out on a date? Would the other person feel resentful or do they just want a night to themselves? Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's all these yeah. things. And I'd love, if anyone is listening, if you're either in, like, a thruple or, a, like, an open or polyamorous relationship, mm. um, or you know someone, can you get in touch with us? Because I would love to explore this. Yeah, that um, is so interesting. I guess, yeah, communication would have to be... Hi. Totally. Do you think you could do it? No. No? Oh, nah. nah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, it's never crossed my mind to do. Okay. Yes. But, fuck, I can't even get one person to date me, so. 
Who knows? Oh god. Okay. Well, that's something I'd love to explore. Um, if you if you're yeah in a relationship like this or you know someone, get hold of us. Um, mddetails at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or TikTok or whatever Facebook. Get hold of us. Uh, we would love to hear about it. The other thing that actually came up in our stories the other day, we reached out because. Um, I think two episodes ago we talked about real estate agents. Oh yeah, that's right. And then, How fills are they? Are, and yeah. then the nurses. Did you see all of the a whole another thing? Because I think in that episode I touched on. I was like, I'm sure nurses see something. And so one of my best friends who's a nurse, she messaged me privately, and she's like, um, people people do have sex in hospital beds with the vomit thing. So I was like, have you ever had sex in a hospital? Spin the yarn. And we had right. so many responses. Like, um, yeah, the girlfriend was in for weeks. She was the one who initiated it. Was in one of those four bedrooms. Oh, my God. With just the privacy curtain in between? Oh, my God. Um and then this is from another nurse. We catch people having sex in hospital beds all the time. We find it super disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this this is quite funny. A mate has. Nurses came running when his heart monitor started to go insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've, I, I have an admission to make. Have you had sex in a hospital no, bed? No, I've never had sex in a hospital bed. But okay, so when I was when I, I can't believe I'm going to talk about this. When I was uh, 18 <laughs> years old, I got really really sick. I had glandular fever and tonsillitis and a thing called Quincy, where my throat basically just closed up altogether. Oh it was a horrific time, and basically I just burned the candle so hard and partied really really hard and put myself into hospital with a whole bunch of sickness. I had surgery on my throat, um, and I was in hospital for so long. And while I was in hospital, the surgery was over and I was just in recovery and I was uh, in my hospital bed. It was at night and I I wouldn't have had, I was 18 years old and just so <laughs> horny and <laughs> I wouldn't have had a release in quite a while and uh, in the hospital bed I uh, just sort of rubbed one out and uh, that's my admission. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Where did you put all the jizz? Oh, well, there, I mean, you know what it's like in a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who just walked in? Neil. Oh, hey, Neil. Come sing the song. I love this. Come sing the song. <laughs> We're going to ask Neil this question. Come in. G'day, mate. Hi, oh, mate. my God, it's Neil. Oh, here he is. Hey, us. Does anyone ever want to hear it, yeah, hear it live? Um, okay, we're just going to share a mic here. Yeah, we're, we're talking about, have you ever spent a long time in hospital? Um, shandy. <laughs> Do you want to try it? Try the shandy. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Neil from a band called Villainy. He is the man who wrote and um, sung Married, Divorce and Dating. It's the, the single, theme song. Single best song I've ever written. Honestly, you it's should crazy. get into jingles full time because it is outstanding. You're playing at Homegrown next weekend. Are you sure going to play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Off the bill. Not you can, fucking you, you again. Can, you can edit the sure are. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, so we're talking we're talking about have you ever spent a long time in hospital for anything? I haven't been in hospital for anything. Oh really? Nothing. Until you stage dive this weekend at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll no, no, no. Well let's we we'll knock on wood for that one. Oh, I was just telling the story about how um because we put a thing out there about you know, do people have sex in hospital beds and all that kind of stuff. Turns out quite a few people do. Um, and I just told a story about how I rub one out when I was in a hospital bed. Um, 
back in the day. At least you know how to change the sheets. No, well, no, that's straight into a tissue, into the bin. I mean, you know what hospitals are like. I could have got, like, a rubber glove out and made it feel like a stranger. I could have, like, done all sorts of things. You could have made a little prison pussy. Yes, I could have made a prison pussy out of the rubber glove. And the fucking toilet roll. Yeah, 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 Yeah. definitely. But, you know, there's tissues and paper towels and things to wipe up people's bodily fluids and blood all over the place. So it was a great place to... Well, it wasn't. I mean, really, it wasn't. And I was in one of those, like, four-person rooms with a privacy curtain, too. Did you pull up any, like, any video content? Mate, I was 18 years old and I'm 34 now. So this is like what tw- twenty? There was no video phones. <laughs> there was no video phones. No Wi-Fi's in hospitals at that stage. He was... actually turned his um, his Walkman on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I played a cassette. Listen to Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Shania just went to town in my mind. It was a wonderful time. Anyway, um, well, this has been lovely. Thanks for Beautiful. joining us, no, Neil. I, I appreciate sharing that moment. With What's you? the weirdest place you've had a wank then? Fuck, that's a, that's a tough question, eh? <laughs> I might have to come back here on that. Have okay. you ever had sex in a workplace? No. Oh, bo- boring. Know, All right, right, thanks for your time. See ya. You must have, you must have like had a, group, a groupie in a bar? No. You're like you're like a, like a New Zealand rock star. <laughs> What's that face? No, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks for joining us, mate. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure, and I'm glad you to see you enjoying the shandy. <laughs> the weird thing now is I'm going to go home and I'm just going to think about all the times I've masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm going to go home and think about all the times you've masturbated too. Um, all right, let's get on with the podcast. Here is our new mate, Liv. Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. So I bought a mate down from work. Yes. This is Liv. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Sorry, Liv Olivia. I go by Liv usually. Do you go by Liv? Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. We'll get you talking yeah. into the mic. Just oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's Hi. all right. Hey. Go Hello. Hi, um, Now, we're, so uh, we were talking across some, some lunch or something the other day, and yes. you were telling me about some outrageous uh, red flag yep. experiences you've had, and one stuck out to me in particular, and I was like, I know a podcast that you could come and tell that on. <laughs> yeah. And here you are. I've dragged you down. So, here I am. So hit us with this. Okay, so I, what I didn't actually tell you at the time was this is was actually my first ever time meeting up with someone on Tinder. Like, I'd just become <gasps> oh, single. And obviously you talk to some people on Tinder and then it just kind of, you know, ends up being nothing. Mm-hmm. And this person, I we actually started talking for a while. We were talking on Snapchat and he, well, this is when I was living in Christchurch at the time, so he was actually living a bit further out. He was okay. a small town tractor driver actually okay oh, okay and yummy not, not my usual type at all which i was trying to go for i was thinking oh yeah something a bit different like he seemed real wholesome like he would see me videos of him on his tractor with his little dog like the sunset and i was like oh, this the guy, man's got game i was like this guy seems so wholesome it is he's so he wholesome. sounds great and i'm i'm quite a tall person okay. and i was quite um drawn to the fact that he in his bio was like I'm six foot nine and I was like oh, six foot nine. and I was like oh, That's a big okay boy. yeah how tall are you I'm pretty much six foot yeah just under so I was like oh yeah six foot nine that sounds quite interesting and you know he's this wholesome man and I was like oh yeah could be king good chat like mm-hmm. we got along really well and so we'd been talking for a couple of weeks I think and then he messaged me he's like hey I'm coming I'm coming up to Christchurch and I was like okay we could try and meet up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm just catching up with some friends. I was only going to come for the day. But, you know, if you wanted to, I could stay the night and, you know. Oh, my God. Straight away. Okay. We could, you know, have a meet each other and run around. I was like, oh, that's usually, like, I don't know if I'd usually do that the first time. But I was like, you know what? This guy seems so lovely. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, God. 
Oh god. And oh you, god. literally, you know what you know what's coming. I'm when you like, put it oh. like that, I'm like, oh god, Jesus. I know, I know, I know. I'm so excited. And my flatmates at the time knew I'd been talking to this guy, and they were like, oh yeah, like that's exciting. He's coming over tonight. So they were literally all there. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Good. Well, that's safety I know. The whole, safety yeah, first. The whole brigade's safety there. First. Yeah, the whole brigade's there. My flatmate of four girls. So the three of them were all there waiting, and he rolled up. Um, in his typical, like, I think he was wearing little stubby shorts and, like, a little swan dry. Like, oh, he didn't very, get dressed up. Okay. Very tractor driver vibes. Walks in, takes off his shoes. And I, actually, I think one of my flatmates was arriving home and she came home later. And I wish I had the photo because she took a photo of her little shoe next to his big <laughs> shoe. It was like, oh, I'm not even kidding, like, the size of a pizza box kind God. of shoe. Like, it was huge. Like, this man was, in fact, really, really tall. And I saw him straight away. I'm like, holy cow. First thing I noticed, though, was, like, the deep smell of cigarettes. And I was like, oh, that's a bit of an act for me from from the get-go. And he was also just a bit pongy, and I was just kind of like, oh. Pongy, I love that Pongy, that's great. So like lack of deodorant, just a good bit of BO. Yeah, definitely just straight off the farm, full work day kind of vibe. And I was just like, oh, okay. Gave him a hug anyway. We yarned a bit. And he actually, like, we were standing in the kitchen, and we had like a – bench top like this and he even like crouched down to talk like he was kind of like kneeling on the edge of the table and talking to me and my friend while I was sitting there we were kind of like oh that's even a bit weird but anyway <laughs> so we were yarning for a bit and then my flatmate ended up obviously like leaving us to it and so then um yeah so we went into my bedroom which was kind of off the lounge and we I like hopped into my bed and straight away he just jumps <gasps> in and, like, koalas into me. There's no other way to describe it. Like, he pulled his knees up and, like, koalaed into me and, like, put his head on my chest. This is the first time, oh, like, touching the person, and he does this. And then he <laughs> says in a baby voice, he's like, can I be the little spoon? And I was just like, okay. <laughs> While he's all pongy, too? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so this baby voice comes out of From him. this this man six who's foot nine. actually six foot ten. He said he put on his profile six foot nine because it sounded funnier. That's another reason. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Like he's yeah. actually six foot. He was huge and he was like qualering into me, like, can I be the little sp-? And I was just like, No. What was going through your head? That to me was like an immediate yeah. turn off, straight turn off. So <laughs> I like <laughs> hunt for my laptop, pull it out, see if we can like put a movie on or something. Cause I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Are you like, how how am I gonna get rid of this? Well, that's guy? the thing. It's not like I could just be like, see ya. Like mm. it was now like he'd been out with his friends or something. So it was like probably ten o'clock at night. Like okay. I couldn't force the guy to like I didn't even think he had his car here. I think he'd come with a friend and so oh. he literally had nowhere else to stay. Oh jeepers. So I'm, I'm such a nice person as well. Like I just I don't know, like, I can't say no to things. And I felt bad for him, even though I, it was just <laughs> an ick. But, yeah, so, and then things happened. And then the next morning I woke like up. Like a pity fuck. Yeah. Oh, jeepers. We oh, the, we talked about that um, charity fucks on the on the episode with Tegan no like more ages charity. ago. No more charity. <laughs> yes. Both these girls were like, no more charity fucks. <laughs> I didn't even know it was what? a thing. The best thing was about that was that, as soon as we did that, he stopped the baby voice. So it's like when he was in like oh. the mode having sex, oh, like yeah. he actually was quite like not baby voice at all. Like he was right. all good. Yeah, that was probably the best part about it because he right. wasn't using his baby voice. Was it, it was it all right? Was it an okay route? Like, was well, it, like he was big, so he's like threw me around. Okay, so that's that not too bad. So that was quite a good part yeah. of it, but. Six yeah. foot nine as well. He must straight have afterwards, weapons. straight to the baby voice again. Oh, like, God, oh my no God. way. Oh. So I just pretty much went straight to sleep after mm-hmm. that. And then the next morning, 
<laughs> light coming in. And he'd been wearing like that long sleeve top. Oh, the flannel. But yeah. then obviously he wasn't wearing it anymore. And then I noticed he had these two massive tattoos on his arms. <laughs> I don't know how much detail I can go into because obviously tattoos, you know, you're going to know someone has this tattoo. But anyway, he had one massive tattoo on his left arm. I won't say what it was. Mm-hmm. But pretty much it was the name of his friend's song and it was this like massive word long hair. I was like, okay, that's a bit random. And it was the name of his friend's song and his friend had got like a thousand streams on Spotify. So he was like, I'll get it tattooed on my arm. And I was like, okay, that's really weird. <laughs> and then on the other arm, I was like, what does that say? And he's like, oh, no, 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 I can't show you that one. I was like, it's literally on your body. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> in your head, you're like, oh, I'm never seeing you again. So exactly. I just, <laughs> and I was like, every man in the street's going to see this. Like, mm. It's on your body. Like, you can show me. So he showed me, and I was straight away just like, oh, that's the cherry on top. And I had to take a photo of it. I'll oh, my God, please. Please. <laughs> because it's just, it's iconic. I've showed it to pretty much all my friends. <laughs> because it's just one of those things that it was obviously such a bad experience, and this was just, like, the summary of it. Okay, wait. So so, um, so this was tattooed in what, like, like big letters on his? Big letters on his arm, like, Big script all over his forearm, like his massive forearm. Okay, okay, okay sure. Okay, so let's have a look. <laughs> Do you want to read it? <laughs> all right, I'm going to read it. Okay, this. read it out, read it out. It's, oh, it's, quite, a, it's no. quite a graphic. Oh, no. <laughs> titties! Fuck! <laughs> Who puts titties on a tattoo? What Not the really. fuck is wrong with this guy? We had to beep it out because it would be way too revealing, yeah. I think. But the fact that someone's got the word titties is <laughs> on a tattoo. Amazing. <laughs> he okay. said he just saw it on his Facebook and it just spoke to him. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, wow. So uh, was that it? You just sort of go boot him out the door once you saw that? Um, once I saw that, I think I... Yeah, pretty much jumped out of bed. Yeah. But he still made me some great poached eggs. Oh! So that was the winner. Okay. I think you're the winner on the day. I yeah. You got thrown exactly. around and got some poached eggs. Yeah. yeah. And you never had to see him again. Never had to see him again. Married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. Okay, well, this is a first. Um, it's a first because usually when uh, Rachel's been seeing someone or has had a, a time with someone, um, what happens is we only hear Rachel's side of the story. <laughs> if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, and not even, actually, if you've been listening even just before Christmas, uh, we've been hearing about Rachel's summer fling. Was it going to become a thing or not? And um, funnily enough, this is this is great because, like I said before, we've only ever heard it from Rachel's side of the story. But now, today, we have um, the summer fling on with us. How are you, mate? I'm very good. Hi. Good morning. This is great. Well, yeah, it's morning for you. It's you're over morning, in Perth. Mate. Yeah. And 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 also, um, Rachel, are you okay, mate? You're right here. I'm just a little bit nervous. I've never never done this. We're going to find out if I'm a liar or not. <laughs> <laughs> All the information I've been saying is so true? much information. Oh my god! Um, but the other thing is, like, are we are we able to like sort of reveal who you are now? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Well, he's well, got an album coming out. We got to do some promo. We got to do him. some promo. So, um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to introduce yourself, mate? Who who you are? Sure. I'm Jonathan from Echo and Sidetrack. Cool. Echo and Sidetrack is a is like a mean drum and bass duo. It's like you guys play some good music. I'm gonna insert a little montage right here. <laughs> nice. 
That's bro, they're good <laughs> tunes. Like they I, I know those songs and they're going massive over here in New Zealand on like Georgia Vim and stuff. Thank you. Thank you very much. And and it's and it's your music is what brought you to New Zealand. Um and and on a night out, um, maybe after a couple of drinks is when you messaged our uh, fair lady Rachel. Yeah, it's it kind of music brought us together. Uh, that's how I like to think about it. Um, <laughs> so, so we were over for a tour, and I think like Rachel said, I went out for dinner with Graham and Sin. Yeah, good friends. mates of ours, episode 50, I can't remember, but they're all, yep, yep. yep. And uh, I was talking, I'd previously broken up with uh, my girlfriend a few, probably about two months before, and... I was talking about how I needed to get back in the game and I wanted to have some fun and just like talk to women again, basically. Uh, and they were, uh, we were talking about friends that they might have. And then... Just quickly, was, oh. can I can I ask, like, when? how long were you with your previous girlfriend? Three... Well, it's complicated. She was living in London, so... You're a sucker for a long distance, eh? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, so, so technically, uh, we started dating just like uh, digitally, if you will, in January last year, and then we broke up at the maybe the end of August. Okay. Because we kind of did the long distance thing, and then I went over to London in June or late May. And uh, we tried it out, and it didn't work. Right, but definitely yeah. a sucker for a long term, like a long distance. Long so, distance. Yeah. So the next time I travelled internationally, I decided to try to find uh, a woman that I was interested in. <laughs> yeah. Which, which technically you were successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm really good at it. Yeah. If, if if that if that was the like I don't know main point of a relationship, like finding someone that was. Uh, very difficult to love because of their location. I think I'd probably be the best in the world. <laughs> so, what did you describe to when you were out on that night with Sin and Graham? What did you describe to them, like that you were what, what? you were, what you were looking for in a girl? What led you I to think, me? <laughs> yeah, what I the? I, was, fuck? I, was, I think the words, some of the words I used were carefree, fun, mm. and just someone that like. I had kind of felt that the last relationship I had was particularly, uh, it's a little, it was a little bit stressful. There was a bit of pressure around it because of the long distance and just because of uh, where we were both at with our lives at the, at the time. And I wanted some lightness, some, some dancing in the street, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, and Sin, yeah, when Sin described Rachel, who then my brother Jeff actually remembered meeting at uh, George FM a couple of years ago. Uh, it sounded, she sounded lovely. Yeah, that's but definitely I, a bit of Rachel. In fact, I've even seen Rachel dancing on top of a table that's in a street. <laughs> that's that's kind of the way Rach parties. Look, if it can handle my feet, I'm on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, so, so what was okay? So then, so you guys were like chatting away for a bit there, and then um, now at this moment, fuck's sake, you guys went out. You decided you'd go out for a bit of a drink or something like that. Um, you met up at a bar. You were already in the bar, and then this pain in the ass pest 
runs up behind you and instead of just <laughs> instead of just introducing yourself like a normal person, hi, I'm Rachel. We've been talking blah 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 blah. What can we get to drink? Oh, lovely. What's your favorite color? This fuckwit runs right up behind you and gives you like the fucking fright of your life and goes, Rah! Like from that moment, what was going through your head? Were you just like, shoot me in the uh, fucking crazy in the face, I'm going back to Perth? Or No, I was like, this is good stuff. Like what a strange, weird person. Yeah. I like this. I like it already. That's fucking awesome. Bold move. Wouldn't work every time, but I think she just got lucky with you. And I was, um, I, I remember being very hungover. We just played a gig in Hamilton the night before and I was all, like close to cancelling. I don't know if I told you that, Rach. No, I think I was... we did discuss this because I was close to cancelling as well because I also don't remember what time I got home the night before. <laughs> wow. And I remember being, arriving and not knowing what I was going to drink and I was like, I was nervous because obviously I hadn't had a date in so long and I hadn't met Rachel and it was all, you know, that's a nerve wracking thing. But then also I was like shaking because I was hungover <laughs> and I was starting to get like this hangover sweats oh. and I was eating anything. And I was like, this is a bad idea. Like, I don't know what, what I should, what I'm doing basically. And that's when she scared me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Which would have felt yeah. like a body full of daggers in a state like you were in. <laughs> but then it was really good. We drank through the hangover and laughed, and um, it, it did take a bit of pressure off when she said, "I'm also hungover," which was good. Yeah, yeah, nice. Okay, then. So, so, um, so, like, fast forwarding a bit, like you guys had an amazing time for the next couple of days while you were still yeah. in New Zealand. Um, a got real whirlwind. Tattoos. Yeah, got your matching tattoos and all that kind of yeah. stuff. When you jumped on the plane and you were on your way home, were you kind of like, what was going through your head then? Uh, I was pretty, like, absent-minded in terms of uh, feelings-wise. I was just super happy. I remember being like, I've had such a wonderful week. Mm. Not only like have I played shows and it's been a, like a great tour, but I've also got to meet this person. I'm coming back. Like I'm, I'm coming back, so it's all good. Mm. I remember just not thinking about the uh, logistics of the whole thing early on. Right. And just knowing that I had that that trip and those shows later in the year, I was like, I'll just see her then. And I yeah. Just talk to her then. And I think that might have been because I was also so used to, you know, sending voice notes to my partner in London. So it was like, just dive right back into the yeah <laughs> the process. Totally. And then and then you and then so you had your couple of months and you guys were good because you were talking and you knew that you were coming back for summer and it was cool. And then you had your summer thing and that all went really well and it was great. But then like you guys had to go your separate ways again. Like at what stage did you start thinking, oh shit, um, it could like where's this going? What could this be and that kind of thing? I think we we kind of spoken about it very briefly or lightly before I came over. Like n not not like a serious conversation or just anything like that, but it was we weren't I guess we weren't really dealing with it and it was probably started to boil up and boil is probably a pretty dramatic word. Uh sizzle up in the back of my mind as I was coming over uh, and then hanging out 
again, it was just lovely and it was fun and it was light and there was lots of laughter. Uh, <laughs> and probably when I left, when I left this time, I started thinking about it a bit more. But then when there was um, talk of the show that I had, again, we had a show at New Year's and we had a show on the 30th of January. I was going to be back in a month. Uh, when the show got cancelled, that's when it's almost like reality kind of came home a bit. It was like, well, fuck, I'm not going to be able to, I don't know when the next time I'm going to New Zealand is. And then you start thinking like, well, you can't have a relationship based on touring schedules and is she going to come over here? Like what's going to happen? And that's when I started kind of, uh, we need to, we should probably talk about this and think about what we're going to do. Hmm. Cause we've obviously been talking and like gotten close and, you know, been there for each other. And Rachel sent some nudes that we saw <laughs> on her Instagram story as well. That was meant for you. <laughs> Times are you gonna bring that up? Every week, at least every episode, love, once, at least once that, every episode. I love that you bring it up every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of like, a, and when I think about it now, and when I talk about it now, it's kind of like this lovely, it was this lovely uh, affair almost. It was mm. like a summer love affair, but the way it ended, or the way it, it kind of, happened it is it is sad that it's that it's like a, a a decision of distance rather than a decision of like well you're actually a dickhead i don't want to i don't yeah hang it's out. it's almost easier when the other person's being a fuckway yeah or, so, yeah yeah absolutely it, it is so much easier when someone else is is a dick or so, something wrong. So from so from your point of view, do you guys do you, well? Do you think do you think that if you guys if you two were living in the same country and uh, could see each other more, like do you think that it could have been a relationship that would have developed and sort of had some real potential? I think it could have, but I also think that, that we are we are different people. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. that's the greatest thing. Chalk and cheese is what makes but it. That is, but that is sometimes the greatest thing. And I think, I think we would have given it a, a bloody hot red go. That's what I think. Cool. But I would have had to force her to watch Lord of the Rings pretty early on. Yeah. And that could have been a deciding factor. Have if, you if, have you tried watching a fucking movie with Rachel though? <laughs> I did. I, I succeeded. We watched... Um... Honestly, I reckon it would be easier trying to put shoes on a fish, like trying to get her to sit still for that long. She's like a fucking toddler. We, we watched uh, maybe it was like an 80-minute film together. We did. Wow. We did. That's impressive. And with lots of she must have. She must have really yeah. liked you. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was uh, a sign that she liked me rather than liking the actual movie. Yeah, 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 definitely. She was just in for the passion, the credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. But also, did you know he's never been on a roller coaster? Oh, for fuck's sake, John. <laughs> you're going to well, point out my thing. I don't know. It, it sounds like your whole fucking summer fling was a bit of a, of a roller coaster. So so you can tick that off. You've been on the Rachel roller coaster. <laughs> I enjoyed that ride. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Same. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, from what I've heard, you guys were very compatible. 
Yeah, we, we were. And I, I think um, I actually found uh, a, a roll of film that I shot at the Auckland show. And there's a great photo of us together. Rachel, I'll send it through oh, to you. Oh, send it. Yeah, and, and it was it's it captures, I think, the energy that we had, especially on that night. Oh, I want to see it. Me too. That yeah. was a really cool night. I really want to see it. Mm. Uh, well, look, I think the moral of the story is <laughs> of, of this kind of thing. Maybe not. But I, I, I really like that you guys just kind of like, you're just letting this be what it was. It was this very intense, like short term romance relationshipy thing, you know, and you just let it be what it was. And now you're kind of just like, cool. And that was in the past and it was an experience. And it was, you know, yeah, it was nice. I mean, it, you know, it's not the, it's not the Greece, uh, Danny and, what was her name? Danny and Sandy. Um, Sandy, you know, and the T-Bird taking off and drifting off into the sunset in the sky. But, uh, you know, it was its own special thing, wasn't it? It was very it special. Was. Yeah. And it was pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the content. Goodbye. <laughs> Jono, mate, thank you so much um, for, well, look, thank you for coming on and talking about this, but thank you for um, so many episodes worth of content that you um, that you were part of uh, bringing to this show. So, um, And there was a lot of people that were following along, so thank you so much, mate. Yeah, and thanks for breaking my walls pleasure. down. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Thanks for helping me think less. My Jeez. inside and outside walls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just kidding. <laughs> Married, divorced and dating, the podcast. There you go. There's another episode. Married, divorced and dating. Um, Neil, well. He's still lingering he's around. He's st- still hanging around. What a great episode that was. Thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> I've gone away and I've thought about it. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the intro, in the intro, half an hour ago, we were talking about weird, <laughs> weird places you've had a wank, and I put it on you. Um, what have you got? Something? Well, I, I was just thinking about the logistics, and you've got to think about the cleanup mostly. Yeah, and yeah. you know, if there's someone like around that you don't want to kind of walk into, yeah, you know, if you don't have tissues, then you kind of need to know that you can make it somewhere else. Like, oh, th- there's yeah. a whole bunch of other things that are going on. So, because yeah. um, you're never just gonna like, let, you gotta yeah, you gotta have somewhere to put it, like sock. I mean, I guess you could just. Chuck it back in your pants and hope that nothing else happens. Oh, oh. crusty! Yuck! It'll go all cold and oh, yuck! <laughs> so, Rach, what's the weirdest place you've had a wank? Um, just my bedroom. <laughs> oh, oh really? Shower. Yeah, oh, I'm, shower, I'm an obviously. at-home girl. Yeah, yeah, you keep it private. So that, but oh, never in a car. I think we've talked about this, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, no, never in a car. Never in a car. I do want to have sex in a car though. You, on a car, oh, that's a car, right. On a road trip in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Yeah. If you do, if you're doing it, if you're doing it on a car, like I mean, in the car is great. It's challenging. I reckon on a bonnet. I've always wanted to do it on yeah, a bonnet. Yeah, on a bonnet, like in the desert road. Oh, like that is my dream. Mm. Yeah. You've done middle of winter. No, no, far too cold. <laughs> but, yeah. You've done it on a car, Neil. Done it in a car. Yeah, right. In uh, a car, yeah. Route sixty six. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Over in America. Yeah. No one around. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Also, you kind of feel like someone's going to show up with a shotgun, which is, you know. Yeah. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Totally. Makes it yeah. more exciting. Um, yeah, but cars are definitely challenging because it's such confined space. Mm. But it's fun. Cars are fun. Cars are fun. Like car park boot? at a beach. And a boot with, like, the back seats down and a little In your boot? <laughs> oh, oh, in the boot. In the car boot. Oh, in the car boot, yeah. 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 A little mm. air bed in there or something. 
That'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, hey, um, if you want to follow us on socials, you can at Mary yeah. Divorced and Dating on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Only fans, because Carl's going to take photos of my feet one day. You're sounding really obsessive about that. You keep nagging about it. Like, well, you want it so bad. We're getting the email saying that they're going to shut our account down if we don't use it. So, okay. all right. Sweet. Do you know how long it took us to. I'll put a picture get of our... my. I'll put a picture of my beautiful penis on there. Do That'll it. keep the account going. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Do yeah, it. It's lovely. Do it. Um. Anyway. Is that us? That's us for the week. Oh, okay. Do you want to join us for this? What are we doing? We're the, saying all, all, all right, right, see ya. I should know this, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah, you should. I just know how it starts. Yeah. Oh, and then and then it's going to play the married divorce and dating okay. at the end, and that's your voice. Okay. So you're kind of doing two things. Let's Ready? All right. Okay. Three, two, one. All, all right, right. See ya. Married divorce and dating. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs>